Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. I'm the Holiday Armadillo. <laughs> I really wanted to do that. I, I can tell. Hello everyone and welcome to One of Us is a Filmmaker. Woohoo! Christmas edition! It is the Christmas edition. We are a week out of Christmas, Mm -hmm. so hopefully you'll be able to listen to this and get in the Christmas vibes. Some people, you know, start their Christmas December 1st, Mm -hmm. their celebrations. Some people start earlier. It's like when Thanksgiving's over, then you begin... Some people, it's November 1st comes around and you're straight into the Christmas spirit. So, what are you? Personally, I think Thanksgiving is that time. Once you hit Thanksgiving, then you're starting to feel Christmassy. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, for our British listeners who potentially don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but we come from part American family, so we've always celebrated. We actually did not even introduce ourselves on the podcast. Sorry oh, about that. well, We yes. just got so excited by the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were already there. So my name's Cassia. Mm-hmm. And I'm Orion. And we're a brother and we're a sister. We're a brother and we're a sister. <laughs> <laughs> we're a brother and sister. Yeah. And we talk about movies. We do love a good movie. Yeah, well, and bad movies too. <laughs> oh, we do love a bad movie. I can't lie about that. And there are plenty of bad Christmas movies. Yeah, there are. That's for sure. And we like to talk about movies that we grew up with. So mm-hmm. ones that are nostalgic, we're there for it. Yeah. Uh, we're here for it even. We and are also, here. We're also over there as well. Here, there, everywhere. <laughs> here, there, everywhere. Nilly willy. As you can tell, we're obviously very overexcited because Christmas is coming up mm-hmm. just around the corner. Good vibes. Uh, you would have heard our last episode was all about Charlie's Angels. So mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that yet, you better put it on just before it becomes Christmas and you, you don't want to miss out on this episode. That was a fun one, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, Charlie's Angels is always fun. Yeah. Uh, one Christmas of those, movie? No, I wouldn't say it's a Christmas movie. What about that Mongolia thing? No. <laughs> Have you watched any films recently that you've enjoyed? or Not even new yet? ones, could be old ones. You know what? I actually haven't watched movies lately that much. I told you to go see Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage. I am going to see that. I have not seen it yet. I'm but excited. I will be going to see that. And you said it was quite good. I've really enjoyed yeah. it. So I was speaking to uh, my friend Naomi, who, by the way, listened, told me she listened to a Harry Potter episode, which is very exciting. Yeah. And she messaged me about it as well and <laughs> said, have you seen this film? And I said no. But she said it was... Like, the most Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage has ever been. Yeah. So I'm but quite in, excited for it. But in a good way. Not yeah, in, yeah, not, yeah. In a, not in an annoying Nicolas Cage thing. It's weird. You know, there's a few actors I always get confused with Nicolas Cage. I like always you. get confused between Nicolas Cage, Mel Gibson, Clive Owen, and John Cusack. I don't know why. The only one from that list I can sort of get is John Cusack. Everyone else, I don't really understand. The I literally, they always cross over my head. I'm like, which Mel one? Mel Gibson's which? also, like, way older. But still, I'm just saying... That's, that's me. All right. Um, recently, the other night, I watched Spirited Away. And man, that's one of those movies that's guaranteed to make me cry. It's quite sad. And it's, it's also, the music. Mm, it's when the music comes. It's too sad. I just, you know, there are some movies that are guaranteed to make me cry. Mm-hmm. Spirited Away is one of them. Coco's another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, the Grinch, which is a good little tie into this. The animated one. No, no. The Jim Carrey no, no. one. No, no. <laughs> the Jim Carrey Christmas one. No, no. <laughs> I always cry at the song she sings. Um, Where are you, Christmas? Yeah. Do you I haven't watched remember? that in ages. It's <laughs> because <laughs> she says it like that. When she Do sings you it, the remember? <laughs> it's cute. Um, but no, that always made me cry. I was going through a rough time. 
at that age and watching that that, oh, that, is that rough. film that's rough man but watching that film listening to that song always made me cry and I used to just cry at the end of movies generally because mm-hmm. I just didn't want them to finish mm-hmm. so um, yeah cried in the Grinch at that song mm-hmm. it's, it's the music that sparks the emotions really it's always the music do you have this is the question do you have any Christmas music that you like that gets you in the Christmas mood oh like outside of movies yeah there's like what music would you listen to for Christmas vibes yeah uh, I mean, I'm a big Last Christmas Wham fan. Love that. <laughs> so it's a good one. That's like my go-to Christmas mm-hmm. song. Uh, I'm also a big fan of, oh, this is another song that will make me start crying, and it's a Christmas oh, song. Okay. I'm driving home for Christmas. Yeah. I always think that's so cheesy. That always makes me cry. Keep driving my... home for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my feet on solid ground. I don't know why it just makes me cry. Mm. I'm just, and I'm weirdly, I'm not an emotional person. I don't cry very often in life. But if I listen to a certain song or watch a certain film, mostly kids... That hits it's, anyone, mate. It's not just Well, you. it's like nostalgic movies I watched yeah. when I was a kid. And there's, you know, a scene or a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, it gets me. It's a good thing you do a nostalgic podcast. Though, <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, exactly. Crying um, all the time. What about your favourite Christmas song, then? Well, I am a somewhat fan of the Michael Bublé Christmas album. Mm. But I say somewhat because some of them I really don't like on, the, on it. But the one that I do really like, which I think is just my favourite, is his version of Frosty the Snowman. It's a big, big band, like oh, bold yeah. version, and it's just super fun, and it's like great. Because you obviously, the melody is just Frosty the Snowman, which is like really standard, everyone knows it. But then this is some really jazzed up, like goes all over the place, is really fun, has a good time. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think after we finish recording this podcast, let's put some Christmas tunes on. Should be. Should be. Should we? Should we? <laughs> Not should be. <laughs> should, we? <laughs> should we? Should we? Yeah, we should. Right, yeah. Um, but I thought I'd kick off this episode before we dive into what we're debating. Mm. Gonna kick off with a bit of a Christmas film quiz. Oh, dear. I thought you'd enjoy it. Awful. It, it, <laughs> no, I found this quiz on the Christmas Sphere website. Okay. And it's not that difficult. That's fine. So, people out there listening to the podcast, please let us know what you get in this quiz. Mm. Send in your answers. No. Mm. Send in how many answers you got back. Right. feedback from the last quiz. We need to give that tiny bit of time before we answer. Well, you, you're the answer. Well, yes, I, I, know, I know, I know. Feedback for you, not for me. I know, it's feedback for me. I'm, mm. you know, there you go. All right, so this is question number one. Here we okay, go. Christmas quiz one. of 2023. Mm-hmm. Which film's main character is called Buddy? Oh, this is quite obvious. But I, I'm going to wait like five seconds. Uh, you were waited enough. I think it's fine. All right, okay, okay. So, Elf. Yes. Yeah. Buddy the Elf from the movie Elf. Which some people really don't like. Yeah. I think you either really like it or really don't like it. Yes. I was watching, um, not watching, I was researching for this episode about people's thoughts on Christmas movies. And that was one that came up as in, it was on a BuzzFeed list of like Christmas movies which are actually terrible or like people actually hate. And that was on there. So. Really? Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Um, or maybe it's not a surprise if you don't like Elf. So. Mm. Question number two. Yes. Who played the British Prime Minister in Love Actually? Wonder, wonder. <laughs> Hugh Grant. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I was about to say Colin Firth, and I was like, what am I doing? Maybe Hugh we Grant. talked about this in the Hugh Grant episode. No, no, I know we did. I was just, it's because I had Bridget Jones' diary in my head, and I was like, oh. Mm. And all I could think of was Colin Firth, but then I was like, no, it's Hugh Grant. Ah, now I don't know if you're going to get this because I don't think you've really ever watched it, but I know, even though I've not watched the film, I just know because I have all movie knowledge, as we know. Question number three. Mm-hmm. Which comic actor played Ebenezer Scrooge and all three ghosts in 2009's Hollywood version of A Christmas Carol? I know it. 
Oh, um, is it the guy from uh, Ghostbusters and Charlie's Angels? No, it's not him. Okay. He's been a big role in another very big Christmas movie. Jim Carrey? Yes, yeah. that is right. Jim Carrey is correct. No, I think I have seen that, you know. I just remember the poster for it. He's like flying in the sky. He's got like a pointy nose sort of thing. Yeah, I, I remember the idea that he played all the parts in it. When you told me that, I was like kind of had a couple of people in my head that I thought it might be. Well, and Jim Carrey was one of them. Well, there you go. Let It Snow famously plays at the end of what 1988 action adventure film? Die Hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Very good. Let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> what is Father Christmas known as in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, I haven't watched it in a long time. Mm. This is not good. I, sh- I feel like I should know this. You should. So of this ilk of films, right, mm-hmm. and you'll know what I mean by the next thing I'm going to say, is sure. Coraline always takes over in my head. Ah, And right. so, like, I always forget, like, Corpse Bride, Nightmare Before Christmas, and then Coraline just comes into my head and I can't think about anything else. Mm. So I'm going to have to do a hard skip on that one. A hard skip and a miss. Yeah. All right. Well, what is the, the answer? The correct answer is Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus. Like Sandy Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Claus. That's what yeah. it's called. Okay. So we'll round off with this question here. There's actually quite a few questions, but I'm picking this one because it is related to us mm-hmm. and what we would watch as kids. Go on. I wonder if you won't remember it. And this is a bit more American leaning. Sorry. British listeners. Which famous US cartoon film featuring Snoopy has been shown on TV every year since it was made in 1965? Um, Peanuts Christmas. No. It's got a specific name. Charlie Brown Christmas. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie that's Brown Christmas. That's it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Do you remember yeah. listening to the soundtrack? Da, da, da. They got the great piano, like, yeah, yeah. jazzy vibe. Well, because I didn't realise. So, you know, there's this motif in in the office in the u.s office mm. the tv show yeah where they'll do this thing no not the u.s office sorry mm-hmm. in arrested development in oh, arrested yeah. development they have this thing where someone just walks around with their head down like this and then then it goes da, 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 da. <laughs> and i was like oh i really know that sound what's that from yeah. and then last year mm-hmm. i was at yours yeah and then you started playing it like the yeah. charlie brown christmas album of course we did and i was like oh it's from this yes oh it's like a, it's like a reference to charlie brown christmas See? Okay. See? I got it. Yeah. Okay, so no, I didn't know that. So you did all right on that quiz. I just missed out on the... To be fair, I don't think it was that easy, that question. I don't know how many listeners... You Let us know, but I don't know how many listeners would have got that one. That's quite hard. See if you got six out of six on that quiz, or if you need a bit more movie Christmas education. Like me. Like Orion here. Yeah. Needs to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas more often. Do you say that's a Halloween film or a Christmas film? Spark the debate here. Oh... Tough one. Mm. Uh, Tough I one. think it's a Thanksgiving film. No, I, I, <laughs> in between. <laughs> I think it's, it applies to both. Ah. It's, it's, it's the one film in the world that bridges the two. I mean, I'm sure there are many more, but <laughs> it, I, genuinely, I think it, you can watch it. Halloween, Christmas, doesn't matter. Why not? I mean, this brings us to what we're debating today, which is we are talking about Christmas movies, Oof. which are not actually Christmas movies. I see. But are our favourite Christmassy, non-Christmas movies. In a uh, long-winded way. It's very elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christmas films that are not Christmas films. Exactly. Okay. So, Excellent. you know, the likes of The Grinch shouldn't be in here. The likes of Elf shouldn't be in here. The likes that. of The Santa Claus should not be in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But these are films that, for, for my understanding of what is picking in these movies, and we okay. can argue why we yeah, pick these yeah, movies, yeah. 
is that it's a film you put on around Christmas time or evokes maybe the sentiment of Christmas or has some sort of setting at some random part in the movie mm-hmm. that is at Christmas. Uh, and these are our top five picks for that. Cool. Okay, I think I'm with it. And <laughs> we've got some. I think I've got some. So He's I think got we can some. do this. I That's think, good. You know, well, this is an interesting one, actually. We haven't really done a top top three, top five, like this kind of thing, you know, or like... Oh, uh, we've done quite a few. We've done like Pixar, we've done the Studio oh, Ghibli. Oh, well, no, I just meant like, I meant like, uh, I don't know, to, to think of Any films, random topics. Yeah, to think of films that are not a certain thing. Not a specific genre. Yeah, I know. It's like, I guess there's a weird way of thinking about films, yes. Yeah. But we're doing it because that's the title of this episode, so... We're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. What I think we'll do is we'll hark all the way back to our... Hark the Herald Angel. There you go. We'll hark back all the way to our Pixar episode and our Studio Ghibli where maybe we each say one of our top five non-Christmassy Christmas Christmas films. And uh, yeah, I might disagree with what you say and say that's definitely can't even be considered as a non-Christmassy Christmas film. And I will retort with, it definitely can be considered a <laughs> Christmassy Christmas film. Non-Christmassy <laughs> Christmas film. Exactly. No, 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 a Christmassy non-Christmas film. Yeah, yes, that's the one. That's the right way to say it. Um, <laughs> Great. Do you want to start then? Tell me what one of your top five non-Christmassy Christmas films is. I'm going to go with one mm. that I don't think will be in your top five, because I think we may have a crossover on a couple. Ah. But I'm going to go with one that's not. One of my top films in the top five is When Harry Met Sally. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So give me a little background of why that is Christmassy. Because in my head, when somebody says When Harry Met Sally, I do not think, yeah, I don't think Christmas. I think of a very specific scene in a restaurant uh, from that movie. Uh, slightly uh, yeah. less than tame. Yeah, a little bit more risque. Uh, yeah. uh, so it doesn't go in the Christmas ballpark in my mind. So you've got to tell me why. Okay, I've got a couple reasons why. Okay, go, go, go. Number one, mm. I think genuinely, I think this is as this is a thing, mm. any film set in New York can have a tendency to feel Christmassy. Mm. Because I think New York has a Christmassy atmosphere about it. Ooh. Right, so that's point number one. Okay. Point number two is the film spans years Right? right, there's different times in their life, right, where they don't like each other, like each other. Friends then start at the end, you know, going out. Yeah. Right? Um, there is specific points where it goes over into like Christmas parties and like the lead up to Christmas and mm. snowing and mm. stuff like that. Then the resolution takes place in New Year's. Yes. And so that whole, the whole like last couple of scenes, last few minutes, I guess, of the film is all basically the lead up from Christmas up into New Year's. Mm-hmm. So that cements that's my, it for you. That cements it for me because they admit that they like each other on New Year's Eve. Ah, that's yeah. lovely. Well, actually, the the guy admit Harry admits that he likes Sally oh, okay. on New Year's Eve. And what does Sally say? Well, it's really funny. He comes up and he's like, "And it's not because I'm lonely, and it's not because I'm New Year's. It's because <laughs> when you realize you want to love someone for the rest of your life, you want the rest of your life to begin as soon as possible." <laughs> and she's like, "See, Harry, when you say stuff like that, it makes it so hard to be mad at you." Oh, nice. And then they'd make up. Nice. I've seen Harry, when Harry met Sally, quite a lot, I think, when I was younger. I haven't watched it in a long time, Mm so maybe it's one to put on this Christmas. One of the really nice things about it is it has these, like, little vignettes of, like, Mm. couples just sort of, like, talking about their relationships interspersed throughout the movie. So they're, they're like, scene breakers, in a way, if you kind of understand what I mean. Yeah. I gotcha, gotcha. But it's just kind of like a nice addition. And good oh, writing. Um, it's, what's her name? The very famous female writer. I can't remember her name. Nora Ephron. Nora Ephron. 
Wonderful, thank Very you. Very famous. No worries, enlightening your life there. Yeah, thanks. So one of my top five non-Christmassy Christmas movies. Yep. I mean, I do watch it all year round, but when it gets to Christmas, I'm definitely putting it on. I could watch this film a million times in my life. Oh. I literally already have. I've spoken about it on the podcast before. It is, of course, Bridget Jones's Diary. You know what? That's a big hit. That's a big hit. And it, it's hard not to put it in mind. But yes, let's, let's hear <laughs> from you. What is Christmassy about Bridget Jones' Diary? Not even what's good about it. What's Christmassy about I it? I mean, Bridget Jones' Diary is just great all round. But it begins at Christmas, ends at Christmas. Meets Mark Darcy at the beginning. And it ends in the snow. It's sort of Christmas time. And they're hugging uh, in the snow. She's in a little underwear. He's uh, got her a diary. Comes full circle. Beautiful. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue this Christmassy. Non-Christmas. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing takes place around the two winters. So, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And also, it's just, uh, what is Christmas? Like, it's a time to be uplifted. It's a time that you have your chosen family. So even if it's not um, your family family, if you're still friends that you make your chosen family or mm. anywhere, you know, for Bridget Jones, she sort of rides through her year, uh, relying on her friends, trying to figure out her life. And it's uplifting. Finds the love of her life. I mean, then you have Bridget Jones' Diary 2 and 3, which go a bit haywire. But we're talking about Bridget Jones in isolation, the first one. Beautiful. Not the second and third. No. Right. First one is Christmassy, non-Christmas, Christmassy. Christmassy through and through. Yes. Excellent. There you go. So that's in my top five, non-Christmas, Christmas. Now, we have a couple of options here. But... You should pick. Well, I'm going to pick. But uh, (laughs) I, I think, let's get out of the way. Die Hard. Oh, yes. Die Hard is the quintessential, I would say, Christmas, non-Christmas movie. (laughs) I think to suggest, oh, should we talk about a list of Christmassy, non-Christmas films without mentioning Die Hard Mm. is a bit sacrilegious. Oh, right. What is so good about Die Hard? Don't know. What's Christmassy about it, for one thing? Okay, so what's Christmassy about Die Hard is that it takes place, like, the day before Christmas, Mm. because uh, John McClane is uh, coming back to L.A. to visit his wife. There's this big hostage heist situation going on with Alan Rickman doing Alan Rickman things. And he saves the day. Nice. He's a, yeah. If that's not Christmassy, I don't know what is. You're so right. I mean, (laughs) I I genuinely think it's probably just one of the best action films ever made. Mm. I think it's the simplicity of the story and how well told it is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we talked about Die Hard in, a, in an episode at one point. We too. must have mentioned it, but I can't remember exactly when. And also, I know we haven't dedicated discussion to it, I'm pretty no, sure. No, but, so uh, maybe for another time. Yeah. But, and, and I know it has let it snow play at the end of the movie. Well, the quiz hasn't let yeah. it snow. So, uh, but yeah, I actually have not seen Die Hard, which I know is... Huh? Awesome. I know, I know, you and my... No, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely what? Yeah, I've not seen Die Hard, I know. Well, we're going to... we you watching that? Let's <laughs> put it on later. Die Hard 1. Shout out to Die Hard 2, also a Christmas movie. That's non-Christmassy. That's non-Christmassy. Are you, have you got both in your top five, or you just... Put... No, I'm, I'm going to... Die Hard 2 is worth the watch, though. Like, okay. It's like Die Hard 1, good. Die Hard 2, good. Die Hard 3, trash. Die Hard 4, trash. Die Hard 5, trash. Wow, okay. Right, so there's five diehards. Didn't know there were that many. Six. There's definitely five. It's Bruce Willis in all of them. Yes. Wow. He's looking a little bit worse for wear (laughs) in the last one. Oh bless! Wow. I I didn't. I I don't think I've watched the last one, but it was no, it didn't look good. Um, So Die Hard is there. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I love that. Well, 
I'll go to my number two spot then. Go on then. Well, actually, I'm not doing them in order. I'm just doing my top Yeah, well, this is uh, in no particular order. We're just going. We're going. It's got to be another one I mentioned in our Hugh Grant episode. Right. It's got to be about a boy. About a boy. Now, that's a good shout. (laughs) About a boy is a good shout. Oh, my gosh. I love watching About a Boy again, pretty much any time of year. But I'll always put it on around Christmas. Again, it does have Christmas settings in it. It begins and ends with, or maybe it doesn't begin with Christmas, but you hear him talk about how at Christmas, you know, he just watches horror movies on his own and it ends with Christmas and he's got this, again, similar to Bridget Jones, actually. He makes his family, he like builds his own version of what his family is to him, Mm. you know, uh, with his friends, with his new partner, with, uh, you know, the boy uh, (laughs) and his mom. You know, it's like... His found family, and that's really lovely, and that's an uplifting Christmas message. Yeah, I think what's nice about it is that, um, for example, in Die Hard, like, Christmas is just sort of the backdrop, mm-hmm. right? But in About a Boy, Christmas is a theme. Yes. You know, like, it is the idea that you can be very lonely at Christmas, or mm. you can be, it can be a time for family, togetherness, yeah. celebration. And also so. about how... I mean, it's not really digs hugely into like the commercialization of Christmas and stuff. But, oh, you know, yeah, it it's does. him hearing his dad sing um, the song on the record. Yeah. Look who's, who's coming round the bend. It's Santa and his reindeer friends with ho, ho, ho. Oh, and it's Santa's super sleigh. So iconic. Yeah. And that basically that song haunts him and follows him around the whole film. And obviously that's Christmas themed. And what Christmas is supposed to represent is found family, love, happiness. He's he's lost that and he's actually bitter about it and he lives off this um, thing he's very cynical about. You know, it doesn't work. He doesn't have anything of his own. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't have family. He just has sort of partners in and out of his life. It's yeah. actually a very deep, meaningful film. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I was so I was smiling and almost laughing the whole time you were talking then. Because I just know because all I was thinking in my head was, oh God, please don't sing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just go, look who's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So good. It's just Hugh Grant's look of just like... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite Hugh Grant film, I think, which we spoke about in our Hugh Grant episode. We have a whole episode dedicated to Hugh Grant's, like, noughties, 90s, noughties rom-com-ish era. So uh, go back and listen to that if you fancy it. Season Um, one? All the way back then? Yeah, all the way back then. Um, So, yeah. So, About a Boy is firmly in my top five non-Christmassy Christmas movies. Excellent. Excellent. Now, it's got to be. Hmm? It's got to be Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. It's uh, got to be. Now that is a nostalgia bomb. It is really nostalgic. That is a really nostalgic movie. Oh, you've got like Kirsten Dunst in there. Yeah. You know, one of her early roles. <laughs> no one else. I, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't think, think of, of any of the other actors that were in it. Anyone but... You've got Kirsten Dunst in there. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst is really good. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst is so Kirsten good. Kirsten Dunst is really good. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, no, so, I mean, Small Soldiers is basically all about um, this kid who discovers that these tiny soldiers and then also tiny aliens, like toys, come to life. And yeah. they, they're they at war, basically. And and it gets surprisingly gruesome. It gets very violent. Yeah. And they, like, tie everyone, like people up and, like, cut people's heads off. The bit where the Barbies go nuts on Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just it very is, intense for kids. Film. It is very intense. Um, I mean, it's um, on DVD, at least. It's a 15. Oh, I thought it was a 12. I think it's 15, the one maybe we had. The, maybe the release version was a 12, yeah. so that more people could see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I guess it's not necessarily, like, super Christmassy, but it, I'm pretty sure the 
they're bought as gifts mm-hmm. and for Christmas. And the whole thing just has a very, it's snowing, it's wintry vibe. Like, you know, when the fight takes it outside, there's ice everywhere, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. You know that kind of thing. I know that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, but know. it's it's just super fun. Mm. And I think it's a really good... Nostalgic one. A good nostalgic one. Also, I think it's one of those, like, I'm struggling to say it's a kid's film, but it's like a more adult kid's film. Yeah. You know, which it does really well. Great. Yeah. Small Soldiers is there. Well, I'm going to then sort of go with that train of thought there, okay. where this is a non-Christmassy Christmas film. It does lean a bit more to Christmas than some of my other options, I would okay. say, and the ones you've said. Okay. It's kind of more in the Nightmare Before Christmas vibe where it's like kind of horror kind of scary but then it's definitely Christmassy it could be Halloweeny or not Halloweeny yeah you could think of it as Halloweeny okay it's on the jumper I was wearing earlier it's not Halloweeny is it no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of Gremlins ooh Gremlins mmm I do have that on my list oh Gremlins is so nostalgic mm. and it's like again like Small Soldiers pretty gruesome the bit where he yeah. gets in the like blender and it whizzes up and then yeah, they're in yeah. like the microwave like there's heads exploding everywhere and, you know, blah. Um, Do you remember what the uh, the three rules are? Yeah, I've got it written on my jumper. Should oh, go right. for it? Yeah, yeah, you go for it. So If you well, can remember it without the jumper. Don't spill water on them. Yep. No food after midnight. Yep. What's the other one? Huh? Oh, no. I'm having a moment here. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I know that those two, but I just don't remember the last one. I'm going to go have to find my jumper. <laughs> okay. So the third rule is, oh yeah, it's staying away from bright lights. Bright lights, yes. Okay. Lights. Yes, because there's... Nocturnal creatures. Isn't there one bit where a car light shines on them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they freak out. They just go a bit nuts. Yeah, it's just, again, it's, it's quite gruesome and violent. I mean, it's it's based about these gremlins, which are very cute and fluffy, but if you uh, break some of these rules, <laughs> mm-hmm. they go a bit crazy. Yeah. And um, they turn into these horrible, evil gremlin-y creatures that basically just attack everyone. Which are agents of chaos. Agents of chaos. Yeah. And it actually literally is set at Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that time, and he gets it as a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not a very good gift to give a, like, unresponsible sort of, 13-year-old boy. No, probably not. <laughs> probably I mean, not. the thing is, I actually think of Small Soldiers as basically a spiritual successor to it. Mm. Like, they are essentially the same movie. Yeah, that's kind of why it came into my head uh, to say after Small Soldiers. Yeah. Because and, uh, it kind of mirrors it. It's would, very similar. It's basically the exact same plot, no, actually. That's what I'm saying. It is the same movie. <laughs> it's just that one's Gremlins, one's Toys. Mm. Good shout. Gremlins is good. It's fun. Yeah, it's a really fun film. Yeah. Full of nostalgia. Like... It's just a, uh, one of those classics, man. Yeah, one of those classics. It's in the same space as like the Goonies, Back to the Future for me. It's like yeah. total fun, shove it on, enjoy it. That's that, I was going to say exactly the same thing as I remember watching Gremlins and the Goonies basically within a week of each other for the first time. Yeah. All right, so we're at film number four now. Here we go. What are you going to say? Me again. Yeah. I've got so many options, but I have to consolidate this. I have to consult this. I'm going to leave one because I think you want to... Actually, you know what? Maybe I'll say it. Yeah, say it because you don't know what I'm going to say. No, but I have a feeling you would say this. Okay, we'll say it anyway. I'm going to go for Edward Scissorhands. Ah, yes. One of my favourite films in the universe. Yeah, well... Oh, it's such a beautiful film. Tim Burton classic. The best Tim Burton film, in my opinion. Yeah. Best role for Joan Depp he's ever done. Best role Winona Ryder's ever done. 
just an amazing aesthetic. I know I'm, I'm jumping on your. You uh, are. This anyway. is basically your pick at this. Yeah, this, is why, this is why I said I was thinking about not saying it because I knew this would happen. <laughs> I knew this. Oh. Yes, Edward Scissorhands, of course. <laughs> uh, I, I have a wallet which has got Edward Scissorhands on it. Yeah. Big, big fan over here. I've got a poster in my room of Edward Scissorhands. It's just gorgeous. A beautiful movie, well acted, well directed. Came out of nowhere. There's actually a really interesting interview with... um. Oh, who's the guy that plays uh, Harry's uncle in uh, Harry Potter? Series Black. Yeah. What's um, the theatrical? Gary Oldman. Yes, so Gary Oldman. There's an interview with Gary Oldman where he said he was asked to play the role of Edward Scissorhands. And he said, oh, I didn't get it. Like, uh, Tim Burton had hadn't really done a movie and he was trying to explain it to me. And I was just like, Scissorhands? Like, and like <laughs> a haunted house, like at the end of this like pastel road. Like, no, I'm not doing that. And then he, he was like, and then I saw it and I was like, wow, this man, Tim Burton, is a genius. And... Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well played, Tim Burton, mate. <laughs> you went on to do some real good stuff and then some real not good stuff, too. But, <laughs> well, um, every filmmaker's got, you know, goes downhill eventually. But everyone they? really yeah. liked Alice in Wonderland, and I never. That was like the highest grossing movie for a time. But I Madness. just never got it. Yeah, it I didn't too, love it. And you know what it was? It reminded me of Valerian, where <laughs> it kind of was like. Too CGI. Tim, can we re- rein it in a bit, mate? Like, <laughs> come on. It was all about the CGI now, which is a shame. And that's why his early films are so great, because, of course, everything's Mm. tactile. Edward Scissorhands is, in essence, if they had done that through animation, I don't think it would have had the same effect. Mm. I think the the visceral kind of... You mean CGI, not... Yeah, sorry, yeah, the CGI. Like, the sort of visceral, like, nature of literally having scissors on his hands. Like, as a prop, as a costume design, very effective. Mm. Like, they do it so well. Um, oh, and that's a film that's guaranteed to make me cry. When she's like, hold me. And he's like, I can't. Yeah. Oh, no. And then he's like cutting the ice sculpture and the snow's falling, the music, she's twirling. It's just like some really beautiful moments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not really a soppy person. I don't really like a lot of like romance movies. But that one hits me hard. Yeah. I like that he uh, gets a job as a bush trimmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Um, uh, well, so I mean, you kind of bandwagoned on that one. Sorry, that's all right. But what, well, should I put it in my top? Well, I thought it would spot? be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I figured one of us would bring it up, so I thought maybe there'd be an extra spot open for something else there. But uh, never mind. Right. <laughs> well, I can take that out of mine and get something else. No, no, no. It's I've good. Got a few no, options. no, no. As in, you should have options. Is it your favorite top five non Christmassy Christmas? Yeah, Christmas? it goes in my top five. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, and and it goes what, in mine. That was number four for me. And four for me. So, so yeah, this isn't ordered. We're just saying that was So you go four. You go now. Well, you want me to do my last one? Yeah, do your last one. Well, I'm actually reflecting on this one. But I think okay. I'm going to have to go with an animated movie. Ooh. Or am I? Ooh. I have a few. This, I told you, this is harder than it seems. Yeah, yeah. To pick a top five, it's hard. No, I think I will go for this one because it um, was always one of my favourites as a kid. It's an animated film. It's a Disney classic. Do you have a guess what it might be? And by Disney classic, I don't mean Renaissance onwards. We haven't spoken about this one. Lady and Tramp? Yes. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. So that's set at Christmas at the beginning and the end of the movie again. Yeah. Non-Christmas Some parallels Christmas going on here. Yeah, non-Christmassy yeah. Christmas movies. Uh-huh. And Lady, the dog, gets given as a gift. Mm. And it starts and she's a little puppy and they try and put it downstairs and she tries to run upstairs. And yeah. Oh, it's so cute. And um, yeah, Lady and the Tramp was just one of my favourite ones I watched since I was a kid. I'd watch it at Christmas. It yeah. just was one that would go on. 
I mean, there's a few Disney films that I could really put into a similar space as Lady and the Tramp. I always and do. I wouldn't necessarily actually put Lady and the Tramp in like my top five Disney films ever mm. as a non-Christmassy Christmas movie. It's the- it hits the spot for me more so than Beauty and the Beast more so than 101 Dalmatians, which you could argue are also that, non-Christmassy Christmas I was going to say, for me, I remember 101 Dalmatians as a Christmas movie, non, as a Christmassy non-Christmas movie, <laughs> much more than I remember Lady in the Tramp. Like, um, I, I don't have much sentimental connection, nostalgia connection to Lady in the Tramp. I do. I struggle to remember things from it. I think it was just the one that I just... You may have watched it loads. I don't remember watching Lady. it loads. <laughs> Lady! Yeah, um, I just don't remember watching it loads. So. Well, we should rewatch it. That should go on your list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just the thing is with even though Beauty and the Beast is one of my all time favorite um, Disney movies, as is Hunter One Dalmatians. And as I said, Lady Tramp isn't in that top five of exclusive favorite Disney movies ever. Mm-hmm. But it beats those two in the non Christmassy Christmas space because of how nostalgic I am about it mm-hmm. from watching it when I was younger and getting like gifts from Lady and the Tramp for Christmas. Like it all ties into Christmas for me. Yeah. So that's why it's a non-Christmassy okay. Christmas movie. No, I can get behind that. Mm. And, uh, yep. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> so um, we're on to your last non-Christmassy Christmas movie. It's got to be The Princess, which, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> the Vanessa Hudgens classic. Yeah, the Vanessa Hudgens I- icon. <laughs> You've also got um, Falling for Christmas, the Lindsay Lohan icon. <laughs> which we talked um, about in our Lindsay Lohan We did episode. talk about that. And um, <laughs> I just can't handle those movies. I absolutely love it. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go, here we go. Now, I'm going to do it. Okay. Do what? <laughs> Put this in my top five. Okay. I'm stuck between a couple. Okay. But I'm going to go for In Bruges. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. In Bruges? In Bruges is a Bit of Martin McDonough. It's a funny film. <laughs> it is. Is that like Christmas? I guess it is. It is, yeah. Christmas in Bruges. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, so for those who haven't seen um, In Bruges, like, it's basically the tale of this more mature assassin, like, helping out this younger guy. He's not that young, but he's a younger guy, kind of showing him Colin the ropes. Farrell. Yeah, Colin, a bit of Colin Farrell. Um, <laughs> kind of showing him the ropes of how to be an assassin. Mm. And then ultimately what happens is, yeah, yeah. That's it's just fun. It's just, it's just all a bit silly. But the... But yeah, as I said, it's basically set at Christmas time in Bruges. Um, and no, really, it's so <laughs> it's like the driest humor I've ever seen in my yeah. life. It is so dry, but it's absolutely hilarious. Mm. And it's a really, really just funny tale. Like, yeah, just if you haven't seen it and you want something that's really dry, really funny, it's the one. I, I mean, I think for me, it's definitely my favorite Martin Madonna film. Yeah. By actually quite a long way, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Although there is a short he did with Film 4, which is actually hilarious. It's like half an hour long. Mm-hmm. I'll try and show it to you because it's really good. Yeah, I forget what that. it's called. Anyway, never mind. But, I remember it. Um, yeah, no, In Bruges is a really good shout, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Of course it's set at Christmas. I don't know why I forgot it was. Yeah. Um, In Bruges is great. It's so fun. Yeah. I, I love yeah, a film that makes you laugh. That's what you need around Christmas. Yeah, because all the Christmas films are either very, like, romantic or, like... Mm-hmm sad uh, this is this is just comedy mate a bit of fun a bit of fun that's what Die Hard is a bit of fun but Die Hard is Die Hard is number one <laughs> of a bit of fun <laughs> as in like I'm saying I'm not I've not ranked these but Die Hard is number one okay yeah I could rank mine very quickly okay go on then okay yeah. so my top top Christmas film mm-hmm. going to have to be Edward Scissorhands 
Yep. Spot Which number is what I thought. Yes. Yeah. And spot number two is going to have to be Bridget Jones' Diary. Okay. Spot number three mm-hmm. is going to have to be About a Boy. About a Boy. Spot number four is going to have to be Gremlins. Gremlins, yep, I thought it would be. Then spot number five is going to have to be Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp, great. Uh, Die Hard, up there, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would say Edward's Hands, yes. after that. Then I would go for When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. Then I will go Small Soldiers and In Bruges. Ooh, very there good. Is it? I feel like Small Soldiers beat In Bruges because of the nostalgic factor. Yes, that's, that's what I. I mean, as a film, I wouldn't say Small Soldiers is revolutionary, <laughs> but like, I mean, it copies Gremlins. Yeah, it literally is Gremlins. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't put Gremlins in my top five, but mm. I feel like they're kind of replaced. Uh, yes, like, I would say Small Soldiers, so, Small so, <laughs> Small Soldiers slash Gremlins as one item is basically there. Pretty um, similar. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, then, let's talk about any memor- memorable, any honourable mentions you might have. Oh, I've got many honourable mentions. Oh, okay. That's why I just wanted to make sure that we get some of those in, because I feel like we'd be missing out if we didn't get to say some. Because know? the thing is, as well, with non-Christmassy Christmas movies, I think I said this to you when I was pitching the idea for the episode, yeah. <laughs> was that, you know, for some people, Harry Potter, for example, would be a non-Christmassy Christmas. But, yeah, um, I, yeah. I would agree. But, yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Um, because, you know, people, obviously, the films came out around Christmas. The first one's Christmas snowy vibes. And also, people will do, you know, binge watch the whole thing around Christmas yeah. time. Also, I was thinking not just about Harry Potter 1, but in Harry Potter 5, mm-hmm. they specifically have Christmas at the Order of the Phoenix. Ah, uh-huh, there you go. And they exchange so. gifts and they... Have a vibe. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> but there it is. You yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Harry Potter is definitely an honourable oh, no, mention. Like, I, yeah, I was going to put Harry Potter one as mm. an honourable mention. Nice. Um, then what else do I have? I have oh, there's so many. Mister and Mrs Smith. Oh yeah. I I was Christmas tempted to put. It kind of is. Really. Yeah. The ending bit is set like around Christmas. Is it now? Yeah. I don't know about Mister and Mrs Smith. That's right. quite a that's stretch for me. There's a loose loose cannon in that one. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Bit of a stretch that one for okay. me, but okay. Another one, which I think the fans may appreciate this one, mm. because uh, you kind of forget about it as a Christmas film. Mm. Iron Man three. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Christmassy, non-Christmas. Yes, very yeah. good. Um, yes, yeah, Iron Man three. I remember when that came out, and I think most people, mm. at least like my age, who were talking about it, always thought when that came out, that's the best Iron Man. Oh, and I, I would probably say think maybe Iron Man 1 is still the best but I think when Iron Man 3 came out it was very much like people were yeah like, like wow. The, wow that was really fun that mm-hmm. was really really good we weren't we were surprised after number two but it was not quite as good it was a Thor Ragnarok moment I can't say that but um, <laughs> I would say because it was like the cusp it was like the start of either it was either the very end of like phase one or it was the start of phase two I think Iron mm. Man 3 Right. Yeah, it was kind of the start of the next phase of Marvel. I, I'm not so sure about what phase is what, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was a big idea. deal, right? What else in your honourables? We got the Polar Express. I'd say that is definitely a Christmas movie. All right, that just comes get rid of that. No. Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah, yeah, that's Christmassy, non-Christmas. It's yeah. just because it's very cold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've even got American Psycho. Oh, yes. American Psycho, Batman Returns. Yeah, Batman Returns for sure. Technically, you could do Independence Day, Sound of Music. Ah, oh, Sound of Music. The Hook. 
Peter Pan, Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day. Yeah. I mean, you're basically riffing on most of the things that I've said, but there's a few you've mi- missed. Oh, you haven't said any of them, mate. I've got that written down Groundhog Day and Hook yeah. and all these things. Yeah. Hook is close to my top five. I'm surprised it's not. It's very Over close. Lady, like compared to Lady and the Tramp. No, but I don't think of it necessarily as that. I Christmas-y. didn't really think of it as a Christmassy, non Christmas uh, film. Well, that's why Mr. and Smith was not in mind because <laughs> I had to, it was a sort of a stretch, you know. But I mean, Hook is. Christmassy, non-Christmassy, but it, for me, it's in a different category at, mm-hmm. in its own world of um, amazingness over here. I know lots of people have a lot of criticisms about Hook. For me, it's like one of my favourite films ever, and it'll make me cry again. You know why? Why? Because it's got Robin Williams in it? Yeah, got, well, yeah, obviously. Well, he's amazing. Obviously, of course. Obviously, it's got Robin Williams, and obviously, he's amazing. I'd also like to bring back, oh. um, revive, if you will, uh, someone that you said earlier in passing. Mm. Mel Gibson, I don't particularly like him, mm. right? I don't think many people do. However, mm. I do quite enjoy a bit of Lethal Weapon. Oh, right. And that is a Christmassy, non-Christmas film. Oh, okay. That's quite... It's it's a, it's like a good, like, cop action film. Sure. You know, it's Isn't Mel Gibson... doesn't Donald hold a candle Robert. to uh, Die Hard, though, does it? <laughs> Die Hard is the quintessential action yeah. Christmassy non-Christmas film. Yeah. Lethal Weapon is like the sort of backup option, Mm. you know. Well, I mean, I do have a few other honourable mentions. Yes, chuck them in. To mention. To mention, good. (laughs) To mention, which are maybe a bit more of a stretch, but, you know. Okay. Well, I already said, you know, Disney-wise, you could sort of say Beauty and the Beast, 101 Dalmatian. There's probably other ones you could say. Frozen. Beauty and the Beast count? Yeah, because it's like wintry, Christmassy time when they're throwing snowballs at each other. It's all about love okay, and all this. Okay, yeah. And I mean, all you right. do have uh, Beauty and the Beast 2, which is all about an enchanted Christmas. So I, there you go. I don't remember. But that Beauty is actual proper Christmas. Yeah, episode. yeah. But then you also have Frozen, which I think some people would say Christmassy, non-Christmas for sure. And I would Weirdly, agree with that. I don't even associate Frozen with Christmas. Like, I know... Yeah, but it's, it's non-Christmassy. Yeah, it's, it's a Christmassy non I think people, you film. could argue that. But it's I just would... I would just. Yeah, but it's weird because you would think, oh, it's so obviously a sort of Christmassy non-Christmas. But even for me, I look at Frozen and I don't associate it with Christmas for some reason. I'm not sure why. I just don't. Because it's not, mate. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Um, and then another one that I have, which I did mention in another episode very briefly. Uh-oh. Uh... A Little Princess, oh. which, again, is another film guaranteed to make me cry. Christmassy is just, I remember, like, for me, Christmas growing up was just sitting inside and watching a bunch of movies, which, mm. admittedly, I did the whole rest of the year. But there was something special about it getting dark earlier. I'd just sit on the couch and watch a bunch. And Little Princess was one that would always come out around Christmas. You know, I'd watch it multiple times around Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's set in the winter and it's cold and it's uncomfortable. You know, again, it does go through seasons, but it's mostly in that sort of wintry, cold New York time. Yeah. And New York again. New York, there you go. And it's very emotional. It's very... I really want to watch it again. I haven't it's seen very it in heartwarming, a but also depressing as heck as well. Yeah. Um, and just beautifully made. It's like a really well-made family Christmas film. Mm. A non-Christmassy Christmas film, should I say. Right, there we And go. if people haven't watched it, if you want to go back into Alfonso Cuaron's back catalogue, put Little Princess on. Get that in there. You have to well, watch it. Well, I want it. to rewatch it because I have not seen it genuinely for well over 15 years. It's a years. great film, and Eleanor Bron playing like the um, Miss Minchin head teacher, but it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the acting, there's loads of kid actors in it, they're all great. Yeah. Just a 
beautiful film, mm-hmm. a non-Christmassy Christmas film mm-hmm. in the honourable mentions and just a, generally a wonderful nostalgic film for me. Mm-hmm. So go watch it, people. Well, on some of the lists I was looking at online, they even mentioned stuff like Mean Girls. Yes, yes. Yeah. A little bit of dancing at the... Yeah. Uh, jingle Man, Jingle Man, Jingle Man Rock. Oh, <laughs> Kevin G. Oh, yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> enough of that. Um, Rocky Four. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've seen have you seen Rocky? Dun, 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 dun. No. Have you seen Rocky Four? No. I've seen it. It's good. It's alright. Right. Um you've also got stuff like Babe. I know, I was gonna say Babe actually, and that, that really could have gone into my um that could go into a top five, but I don't know, Christmassy, non Christmassy, because I don't think of it at all really as Christmassy. No, I don't either. So but it just makes sense, like he gets rescued from being the um Christmas dinner. <laughs> But Babe is just, again, a wonderful family, nostalgic movie, which, you know, it, it deserves its own episode one day, let's be I honest. think so. And I think the reason I didn't talk more about Narnia is I think we need to mm. get on that. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, so many great lines. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that there are lots of wonderful Christmas-specific Christmas movies to watch, mm-hmm. like Elf, if you like it. The Grinch, any of the um, Ebenezer Scrooge movies, what's it called? Christmas Carol? No. <laughs> well, you Christmas mentioned Carol. them all earlier. Yeah. yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, all those movies you can watch. Do you, okay, do you have one Christmas film? Christmas film. Christmas. So, do you have one Christmas film that you always want to watch every year? It's the Christmas film for you. But do you know, weirdly, it's my non-Christmassy Christmas films that fill that spot. Ah. It's like Bridget Jones. Oh, well, that's I'm like, the one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, let me Christmas film. Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. Literally specifically dedicated to Christmas. Just Christmas. Mm-hmm. Would it be Charlie Brown? No. I don't know, actually. Mm, elf? Maybe Elf. Let, let, let me think about it a minute. Okay. You go okay. first. Well, I'm going to do a little shout out to one that's like really nostalgic for me. Mm. But I don't really fully remember it. Sure. That's all right, that's allowed. So it's the Disney Christmas film, but the one where Daffy Ducks are in it. Are you talking about um, the Mickey Mouse uh, Once Upon a Christmas? Yes. Oh my God, I love that movie. Yeah. Well, it's like three movies. But yeah, that's the thing is, but yeah, because it, but I just remember the bit where Daffy Duck is like Santa or something. <laughs> so, yeah, because these tracks are basically, you mean Donald Duck, not Daffy Donald Duck. Donald Duck, yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, so Donald Duck basically is yeah, trying Daniel to teach Duck. his three nephews mm-hmm. about Christmas. Yes. And they each get a wish or something. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Trying to do the best. But that's the thing, is I just, I, that, I don't know, I have, I'm very nostalgic for that, but like, I also don't remember it, which is really annoying. So I want to rewatch that this Christmas. Another one for me that is Christmas film, and I'm always going to put it on, because that's one of my favourites, mm. Grinch. Oh, yeah, the Grinch. But not Jim Carrey. Yeah. The animated Grinch. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah, there's a lot of sort of like these old... um, 50s, uh, 60s animations? Yeah, I don't know how old they are, but they're, yeah, like American animated cartoons of like the um, Santa Claus, there's Rudolph, Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah. And then there's the drawn Grinch one Mm -hmm. uh, as well. So they're all really nostalgic for me and actually the ones I probably would definitely put on at Christmas. Yeah. For like movie movie, like a 90 minute, like, Cinema release movie. Mm-hmm. I guess putting on something like, I mean, it's cheesy, but it's true. I will watch Love Actually. I will watch Elf. Uh, yeah. I'll put those classics on. Mm-hmm. Those probably are the ones that, and also the, I will actually watch the Jim Carrey Grinch as well. Just because, um, <laughs> because of the nostalgic sadness of that song. I, I think he just, Christmas? his performance in it grates on me after a little while. Yeah. But it, no, like, 
I get it. It's just nostalgic, mm. and I'm sure you could have a good time crying to it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. I always, I think when I was younger, I liked it, and as I got older, I started to like it less and less. Yeah, the, the one thing that is amazing about the Grinch is that there are so many relatable things as an adult. It's like when he's going through his diary and he's like, um, dinner with myself, I can't cancel that again. <laughs> like just so many great things. And then there's the thing where he's like trying all the outfits on and there's just like him. There's loads of things which are really relatable memes, which I do appreciate. But yes, as a movie whole, yeah, okay, but whatever. Um, well, maybe next Christmas we can have a little bit more exploration of those movies. Yeah, but do you want to guess for the final ending of this episode? Okay. The what? final ending. The, fi- the final <laughs> ending. What is the top-rated Christmas movie on IMDb? It's a wonderful life. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll do. There was no pause there. Who's going to be able to have time to guess listening to the podcast uh, with magical editing? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Is a. I mean, I've not movie. seen it. All I know is that it's up there just because it's the most referenced Christmas movie in all medium. Have you not seen it? No. Hmm. That's one to watch, I think. How about... I'll What's go. What's so good about it? Uh, it how about... Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 interruption then. How about... Yeah. I'll watch Die Hard. You go watch It's a Wonderful Life. Well, it's very different. You're getting to watch a really fun action film and I'm getting to watch something depressing Christmas. It's not depressing It's called It's a Wonderful Life for a reason. Are you just going off what Phoebe says? It's a sucky friend? life. It's a sucky, sucky life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go off what Elisa Kudra said in a sort of sitcom about the movie. Like, watch the movie. All right. It's, and it's really important, I think, for cinema. It's like, like you say, it's like the references that go through cinema, like culturally, it's a very important movie. Iconic. Maybe I will watch it then. You should. Yeah, you should go we'll, back, watch it. Maybe we'll watch it at Christmas. Yeah, and it is uplifting. Like, okay. you know. Yeah, good. Do you know the basic premise or not at all? Isn't it like financial crash or something? Not re- I mean, maybe there's that's like at the back. I thought it was like about like it's depression very, or something. Yeah, it's 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 kind of similar. It's got a it's got a Christmas Carol vibe about it. I would say. I won't say anymore. Just watch okay, it. Okay, I'll watch it. And James I'll, Stewart. I'll understand classic. why it's the best. Yes, watch it, and you'll understand why it is beloved by many. Right. It wasn't the hardest quiz that you've given me. No. But that's all right. It's Christmas. We don't want to work. We it's want to relax. Christmas. <laughs> we want to chill out at Christmas. We do. And um, well, we hope everyone uh, listening to the podcast has a wonderful Christmas. Yeah. If you don't celebrate Christmas, have just a lovely break. Hopefully, you can spend time with family, recharge your batteries, mm. whatever you need to do to welcome in the new year. And let us know what you're doing on Boxing Day because everyone has their different Boxing Day traditions, which I would be interested to know about. Yeah, we always for Boxing Day we would always go see a movie in the cinema. Yep. Uh, for Christmas Eve, we would always go and eat uh, Indian food or Chinese food yep. for dinner. Yep. Yeah, who knows if we'll do those things this year? Well, we'll see. didn't you see? Didn't you say that you saw Lord of the Rings on Boxing Day? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Every Boxing Day for three years. <laughs> if only that had lasted longer. <gasps> oh, maybe not, <laughs> because we might have ended up with more of the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally different. No, we're not going to talk about Hobbit. Don't ruin my Christmas. Don't ruin my Christmas. Ruin discussions of the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, let us know if you got six out of six on that quiz or if you um, are you a like better around. man than I are you exactly did you know about Sandy Claus <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Claus <laughs> you can see that but I was doing like, you were doing a Sandy Claw gesture, <laughs> gesture. Um, but yes Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry break whatever it is that you uh, celebrate or don't celebrate 
We uh, much love to everyone. And a we'll happy new year. And a happy new year. We'll be bringing in the new year with a very fun episode. Cheeky movie episode. throwback. Excellent. See you on the other side. See ya after Christmas. <laughs>